Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm Yutende, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutende, last week we spoke about scholarships a little bit, just kind of gave like a little bit of an overview, maybe where to find some, and today we're going to get a little more technical, right? How to apply. Mm, yes. Yeah. So this is, I think, where a lot of students sort of stop, you know, right? Because it's it's so daunting. So I actually have a quick story to share with everyone. Um, a student that I happened to see this week who wanted help in writing a, an essay for a scholarship. Now, he was an athlete and he was trying to apply for an athletic scholarship at a private school. So, um, and this would have given him a completely free ride. So he wanted help on his essay. Now, can you guess what the one thing he didn't do was? The one thing. I'm curious he if did. you can. So he needed an essay. He wanted uh-huh. to. He needed help with his essay. He, he came didn't in. Ask for a letter of rec. Ah, that's a good guess. But t- there's actually two things now that I think about it. <laughs> the first <laughs> is he had no draft. No, mm. nothing. Oh, he came he in, with in with nothing. No he just walked in and said, "I need help with a scholarship essay." And he had nothing with him, hadn't started, nothing, right? So, <laughs> I'm just curious. Was this like a quick appointment, or did you have to do like, was this like a good hour at least that you already had planned with him? No, it was a drop in. Mm, so it's quick, right? Yeah. So, you so have I, about 15 minutes. Yeah. So I said, hey, you know, you you gotta we got let's get a draft down, and then that prompts me to the second thing. I said, we can, okay, let's work on it. You can do a draft or an outline. I said, well, what are the requirements? What do they want the essay to be about? He had no idea. Mm. So first step in applying, understand, read, reread, ask questions. What are the scholarship parameters? What are they asking for? Are they asking for just an application? Are they asking for an application and an essay, which is what most most ask for? Are they asking for uh, transcripts? What do they want your essay to be about? How, you want to have all that down. Absolutely. Also, that letter of rec, mm-hmm. that letter of recommendation, right? Because sometimes I get requests for letters of recommendations, and then they'll say, oh, you know what? I don't need it anymore. Like the scholarship didn't need it. Mm. So if you're asking somebody for a letter of recommendation and they want to put in some time for you, right? Make sure, make sure that, you know, that they need it that way. Or they might need it from maybe not a counseling faculty member, but maybe from a faculty member that was taught in the subject that they're majoring in, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes they're very specific, the scholarships, on what type of letter they would ask for. So again, reading those requirements is critical. And I think it makes that application process a lot smoother. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. How do you recommend students? uh, I know we kind of touched on it in last week's episode, but what are some recommendations you have as far as how to stay organized with the application process, right? Because you, you, ideally, you want to be applying to, I would say, 25 to 100 (laughs) scholarships, right? Anywhere in that range. And that does sound daunting. That does sound daunting, I tell my students. But guess what? A lot of those essays start to sound similar. Mm -hmm. So I always say, save your stuff to the cloud. You know, whatever you use, whatever product you're using, you could typically save it online now. 
And then once you save it online, I say, uh, like you touched on last week, was use that spreadsheet. And I would say copy the link down into the spreadsheet. And that way you know which scholarship type some notes that will help you remember. Additionally, I always say take a picture if you can. And then you could store it a lot of times now in spreadsheets as like a PDF. There's different technical ways that you can do it. You know, if you Google search on YouTube, how do I store this? You know, I'm sure there's different ways that are going to come up. But the reason that's important is because sometimes they'll take the scholarship down. So you might not remember what you applied for if you're applying for 25 to 50 scholarships. So you have that spreadsheet, you have that link, you click on that link and it takes you to like, hey, the scholarship is now closed. Um, so you want to make sure that there's contact information if you have access to that because maybe they said they're gonna, you're going to hear by March 31st and you haven't. Maybe you contact them. Say, hey, I just want to check in, right? Because you never know. That random email might get you a little more points on that scholarship. So, yeah, the spreadsheet, like you had mentioned last week, I think is a great idea. Number two on that spreadsheet is the columns, the different columns. So what I always tell my students is to do different requirements. Like, okay, does this one need a letter of rec? And then maybe the letter of rec, is it from a... Is it from a teacher? Is it from a counselor? Is it from an advisor? Is it from a work employee, right? Being able to label each column, like what do you need? And maybe you do a little check mark on what you need still or a little circle or whatever you need to do to to just indicate somehow that, okay, I need for this scholarship, I need three, four, five, six things. The other thing I say to get organized is having your resume, working with your career center, to having your resume ready mm-hmm. just in case because some of the scholarships are now asking for resumes. And also what I use that resume for is when I'm asking for a letter of recommendation, sometimes I'll email a couple paragraphs. I tell my students to email me a couple paragraphs about themselves as well as their resume so I can write a little bit more in-depth scholarship uh, Letter of recommendation, excuse me, letter of recommendation for for them, so I could feel like, hey, like I'm I'm gonna do a due diligence to make sure that I I get you that proper stuff, you mm-hmm. stay organized, and then another thing I do is sometimes I keep my my letter general, that way for some reason if they need that letter again they can update, they could just send in that same letter if they they're in a pinch if they find that scholarship at night. Mm-hmm. So what you mean is like you don't say I recommend so and so for this scholarship, you just say is an amazing student, um, your scholarship will take them far. And then that way it doesn't matter which scholarship it is. You know, I'll, I'll recommend them for one, right? I will do like this certain scholarship, but then I send them a second one that has it oh. just cleared. Mm. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So, so those little things I do to help the students out. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a great, you know, so for stu- for everyone listening, that means, you know, maybe ask for two, one that's a little bit more general. Because, you know, a, a person may not inis- initially do that, but if you ask, they might be willing to. So they can send you the same letter, one that's more general, and then a, a second version that's very specific to the one that you're applying for. That's a great tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a shout out to my old mentor who he did that for me. He's like, here's 20 copies. That was before when they needed paper copies. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Like just general. And then here's your three that you need for specific. And I was like, oh man, good looking out. So oh, yeah, that's really good. That's a really <laughs> so, good tip. Yeah. And then we also have like in our like club organization, sometimes they'll have like a sheet with different questions for our students to start writing them out. So they call it like a brag sheet, you know, for scholarships. So you have like all these questions listed and you fill it all out and then you send it in to your your recommender 
after you ask them, say, hey, if you if you can, you know, here's a little bit about me. That way, again, your recommender could get a little bit more personal on that letter of rec for you. Yeah, I definitely recommend that. I would also say, you know, as you're applying, it, like you said, it's very daunting. Um, have a backup team of who's going to proofread, double check, <laughs> make sure you are referencing the right you know, scholarship in the right essay, right? You're not matching the wrong ones, you know, that kind of thing. Um, have a team of people that you can rely on that can proofread your work and respond and send back to you, you know, as quickly as possible. Um, so this might mean, uh, you know, uh, an instructor or an English teacher, someone you know who has really good grammar skills. Um, you know, you, you know where you are as far as writing, right? And wherever you feel like you need help, someone who can sort of help you in that area specifically so that you can be sure that, you know, you're, you know, even if the essay is, even if it's not, it's not like it's an assignment, but they're going to be looking at your grammar, right? And they're going to be looking at your writing skills and how well you follow the directions of the, of the, um, you know, the prompt, you want to make sure that you have someone who can read it and check. Did you answer the question? If they say, we want to know how your background has helped you, you know, excel as a student, but you're talking about your passion in, you know, art or something like that. It has nothing to do with what they're, ta- what they're asking you. It's not going to be a good fit. So you want to be sure that you are, um, you have someone else who has, who can be a second pair of eyes or third pair of eyes to be sure that you're actually doing what is being asked. Yeah, I love what you're saying. And some of you have worked so hard last semester on your college admission essay or your personal insight questions, right? That's always a good starting point. If you Mm -hmm. have those already handy, right? You've already written some some of these pieces. And so some of those pieces could be, you know, changed up a little bit to to better address the question. But sometimes some of these questions are pretty similar. And so you might be able to use a lot of those pieces and a lot of that work that you already did, right, that you worked so hard on last semester, and then go, going ahead and, and making that part of your scholarship uh, letter or your statement. And so that's another thing that I tell my students is like, don't don't feel that every single essay that you have to write for a scholarship has to be completely different. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you could use your own work over and over again, you know. But, of course, like you said, make sure that you're addressing the question. So, Yeah. And then, you know, the other thing that I would add, too, is that make sure that your contact information is up to date. Right? So know how the scholarship is going to respond to you. Are they going to send you an email? Are they going to send you a letter by mail? Are they going to, you know, contact you by phone? Whatever it is, make sure you either know how to update your information if it changes after you've submitted your application or that you have the most current contact information listed on your application. That way, if you know, if you when you get notified, you are sure that you get the information that you need. That's why it's so important to stay organized on where you mm-hmm. apply. Because <laughs> if you change that phone number, that email, it's 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 tough. And, you know, the professional email, make sure, you know, somewhat professional too. that email that you're putting on there. So that's another thing I tell my students, you know, if it's, you know. If so my, you email shouldn't, my email shouldn't be hotkiss98 <laughs> 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 at 
at hotmail.com. <laughs> was that your email? <laughs> it came out pretty quick. <laughs> I knew someone, no, no, no joke here. I knew someone who their email, now I'm totally dating myself because Hotmail does not exist anymore, I don't think, but um, What's their that? email was hotkiss at hotmail.com. <laughs> but it, but it was a play on their last name because their last name was spelled that way. It wasn't pronounced that way, but it was spelled that way. So if you didn't know, <laughs> you would think that, but it was actually their last name. But oh, you want wow. a you want a professional sounding <laughs> email address. You're absolutely right about that. Oh wow, interesting, interesting, right? Oh gosh, so I guess we can't assume, right? <laughs> so. These are some really good tips. What would be your one thing for our students for scholarships that you want to kind of let them know? My one tip is just apply. Please just apply. I've served on so many scholarship committees, and I can tell you that there were times where we gave scholarships to people because they were the only applicant like the only one applicant. So apply. It is absolutely worth it. I know that it's a lot of work. You know, find that day in the semester where, you know, it's not too busy. You can dedicate, you know, a day or two at a time, block off time on your planner and just go at it with the essays, you know, and the applications and just dedicate yourself to it because it's so worth the investment in time. You know, you're there. I'm going to double down. I agree 100%. I've been on scholarship committees as well. And honestly, right now, we have a little low enrollment. So you might have a better shot at applying for these scholarships and receiving them. So again, just to, we can't reiterate that enough. Apply, apply, apply. All right, listeners, we hope this is helpful. Please rate, review, and subscribe. We really appreciate it. It helps us grow. And we're trying to get increase our followers to, let's say, 100. <laughs> we'll put a goal out there. So if you could share with one or two people, we would really appreciate that. Yutende, do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at cc underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at ccandsensibility at gmail.com. That's c-c-a-n-d-s-e-n-s-i-b-i-l-i-t-y at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.